Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number three. I'm Jim Galante along with Dustin Hawkinsmith. And Dustin, we've been doing our series now for a few weeks. Been a lot of fun. And that's projecting the class of 22. We're looking at each player in the class, projecting where he's going to be through his career at Penn State and even beyond. And I'm sure there are some players here, they are going to be beyond their careers at Penn State. They're going to be playing on Sunday. And I'm using that as a segue to our first player on defense, uh, Dustin, Danny Dennis Sutton, defensive end. He's already 6'5", 255. He's a five-star player. I've been searching for something negative about him, and the only thing I got is he's not enrolled already, okay? Other than that, lots of good stuff to say, isn't there? Boy, it, it, it is very hard to poke holes in what he brings to the table. And, you know, for this exercise, which we're projecting out, and I, I, I give my estimated time of arrival and what their strengths and what, what they might need to work on early on in their career, uh, I, I really had a hard time coming up with one specific thing for a Deny Dennis Sutton to have to work on or improve or some part of his game. 6'5", 255, and I think we've seen him win with power, We've seen him win one-on-one as a pass rusher with speed. And I think we've seen him win one-on-one with technique, inside, outside. I mean, the 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 physical tools are great, and I think those are the things that are going to jump off tape for you. But I think the way that he goes about his business shows up in the mature way that he approaches his job already before he's even out of high school and in a Penn State uniform yet. He seems to have a lot of polish and a really good idea of what he's doing on the edge. And, you know, for all, for all those reasons, you know, it's really hard to believe that he's not going to be a pretty important part of this defensive end rotation from the moment he gets there. And I, you know, early on when, when he first committed uh, to Penn State, you know, I compared him to Yitor Gross Matos um, at the same time. I think uh, Gross Matos seemed to have some longer limbs. I don't know what their arm dimensions are, but he seemed to have a little bit more length. Uh, listed around the same height, six foot five, but Gross Matos seemed to have a longer frame uh, with his arms and stuff. Uh, otherwise, you know, I think Dennis Sutton is a little bit faster, a little bit more explosive, a little bit quicker twitch than Yitor Gross Matos was. Gross Matos, I think, just put a, put together an, a phenomenal high school career where you had no doubts whatsoever that he was capable of getting into the backfield and making plays. Uh, Dennis Sutton, you know, not quite as much production, I believe, as, as Yitor Gross Matos, but I think very much uh, a guy just like Gross, Gross Matos did showed up in the summer uh, before his freshman year and was was good enough at that point to play a role in the rotation and then in year two really exploded onto the scene. I don't know that Dennis Sutton is necessarily taking a backseat to many guys in Penn State's rotation in year one. I don't think he's going to be quite as under the radar after his freshman season as Yitor Gross Matos. I think he's going to be a, a really uh, important part of this Penn State defensive end group right away. And what you have to look at is what about opportunity? It's not just your 
talent. It's are you going to have the opportunity to get on the field? And you start with the fact that Penn State lost both Arnold E. Bikidi and Jesse Lucada, their two starting defensive ends. You have Adisa Isaac who's coming back. You have high hopes for him, but that's a guy who was out last year with an injury. So when you start, things are wide open at defensive end. You know, it's not like you have to beat out this incumbent. There's a lot of open positions, and when I say a lot, you got to realize that at defensive end, it's not just two guys who start, you plug them in, and you let them go all game. They rotate at least two deep, typically, at defensive end, right? They do, and that's what—that's exactly where they want to be. At least going too deep. If they have, if they have five or six in that rotation, I feel like Penn State will be a lot more comfortable. Which is why, you know, we talked a little bit earlier in the show about how eager they seem to be to track down somebody in the portal who can who can crack that rotation in year one. Because looking at the names that we've got coming back here, Nick Tarburton is probably the most you know the most game experienced player. You know, you look at him, and I think he had a, a, a very good year last year. He delivered on what Penn State said uh, he would be. But, you know, how much more upside is there left? Is, is he really a star starter type guy, or is he, you know, a run defender, uh, gritty tough? You know, I think I think more the latter than the former. Adisa Isaac coming off injury, I mean, is he 100%? Um, can you put all your eggs in that basket? And then beyond those two, I mean, we saw Smith Vilbert towards the end of last year. They can get creative when it comes to filling snaps with guys like Amin Banover or Jordan Vandenberg, who might be able to kick outside. Uh, but then you've got Devon Townley Jr., who will be a redshirt freshman. Uh, Zariah Fisher, who, who looks like a really nice player moving down from, from linebacker. I would expect him to be part of that rotation. And then Rodney McGraw, who will be a redshirt freshman. You know, looking at that group, no disrespect to um, a few of those names, but, you know, Denai Dennis Sutton has a chance to get in line in front of at least a couple of them. And as we said earlier, those names you mentioned, sure, it'd be great if one or two of them pop up and develop and become what you hope they will become. And I'm going to, you know, say something that I've said on the air several times before, uh, Dustin. Those are the guys from that group in those couple recruiting classes where, remember, we're recruiting upside. We're recruiting guys who may not be ready in year one, but it might be year two or year three. Well, guess what? We've now reached that time where it's time for them to develop or not. You're going to get passed by, and Dennis Sutton is the kind of guy who will pass you by uh, unless you really step up, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And and like like I said, I mean, it's just more than physical talent here. And I remember reading through, um, you know, things that he had to say right around the time he committed to Penn State. One thing that really stood out was um, his sense of purpose and focus and being like, you know, I don't need nightlife and all this recreation around. I'm here to be a student and a football player and to be as great as I can be in those areas. And I think, you know, it's it, it seems like he's not the guy that James Franklin is going to have to huddle up with in his office and say, listen, deny Dennis Sutton, we need to, we need you to find another gear here. We need like, he's going to be self-driven, self-motivated. And in addition to having a really excellent frame at 6'5", 255, a really, really good start from uh, a strength and speed standpoint and a very, very advanced start when it comes to pass rush technique. You throw all these things together 
together, and it's just going to be hard to contain him. He's going to be he's going to single handedly throw some of those third year guys into like roster purgatory if he if he's as good as we think he's going to be right away. Yeah, I'm really excited about seeing him play. Speaking of excited about seeing a player, here's another one: Zane Durant, listed at six one two sixty. Very interesting player. If you watched his high school tape, I believe he was a linebacker first. He went straight from linebacker, I think, to defensive tackle. Interesting player. A lot of quickness. And you don't usually use that expression for a tackle. And he's one of those early enrollees who's already impressed some people on campus, Dustin. A hundred percent. And, you know, 6'1", 260... That's not yet where he needs to be, but certainly from the time that height, weight, you know, those figures were updated to now, I would guess there's a little bit of strength, a little more size on that frame because, you know, clearly that's priority number one uh, when he arrived on campus in January. Uh, The coaching staff has compared him to Kevin Givens, and I think that's a really apt, you know, comparison uh, where, you know, I think it's been shown, you know, Aaron Donald being maybe the most famous example recently that, you know, you don't have to be 6'4", 320 pounds to play defensive tackle anymore. You know, if you bring something special to the table, a special ingredient like your your first step or your quickness or your ability to, to out leverage bigger guys. I mean, you can get on the field pretty early in your career, and that's what Zane Durant can be. And where I think the, the separation for me is when it comes to comparison, Kevin Givens, when he showed up, they just knew he was a football player. I don't think the coaching staff quite knew when he arrived on campus what exactly they were doing with him. Remember, he was listed as a linebacker or defensive end, and I think that's how Penn State viewed him. And it was a little bit later that he moved to defensive tackle, got big, got strong, was maybe the strongest guy in the program for a few years there. Zane Durant, in, in that respect, has a head start because I think the coaching staff knows exactly what they want from him and how to start immediately working him towards that goal um, and, and be in that sort of undersized, quick, hungry defensive tackle. And just like... You know, I said about Deny Dennis Sutton, uh, his maturity and his purpose-driven approach. Zane Durant seems to have the same thing. I think I read it was Lions 247 reported that uh, Zane Durant already, he arrived on campus with 20-plus college credits done already. You tell me that kid is not mission-oriented, not to not just graduate early, but to have a you know two semesters worth of credits under your belt right away. Uh, clearly, this kid sees the big picture, has big goals, has big ambitions, and worked hard to get towards them. You know that in itself, in addition to what you see on film, is very encouraging about the player that he can be. It, it is exciting, and you made a great point, Dustin, about. Not every player at every position is going to look the same. And at defensive tackle, especially recently, we've seen some of these players who, as you said, they look a little different, but they have a different skill set. And it might be, if you've watched this kid play, it is that quickness, that first step. And it's not what you typically see from a guy who is only 6'1 and already, you know, 260 pounds. That's unusual to see. That's an unusual athlete. He's an unusual athlete. I think Penn State, the more unusual athletes that they can collect at certain positions, the more they like it. Uh, And with Zane Durant, you know, I I think for a player to really thrive with that frame, 
Obviously, he needs to add size and strength, and he needs to not be a liability when it comes to um, trying to beat guys who do weigh, you know, 330 pounds. But uh, he's going to be hard to get your hands on as an offensive lineman. But I think it's really important for a player of that size to play with a lot of hunger. You know, he's got to be relentless because, you know, he's going to be smaller than everybody else, and he's got to hold up. He's got to be pretty airtight with his technique. He's got to be very quick, and I think he's got to have a motor that's relentless. And I think what we've seen from him, you never know for sure, but, you know, looking at what he did with his classwork and looking at his film – it does look like he's a hungry player whose whose uh, motivation never wavers, and that he is a re- his motor just doesn't run cold ever. So again, just like the Dennis Sutton, I just like all the different tangibles and intangibles here to suggest that Zane Durant. You know, I don't think he's a year one uh, player because he's got a lot of work to do, but they know where they want to go with him, and I think he just needs to be two eighty five or so to come next year. Maybe not even that for him to make an impact. And you pair him up with that really big guy, the player next to him, who's 320, 330. That's quite a pair in the middle. Dustin, that's it for quarter number three. Stick around in quarter number four. We go to our other Dustin from SaturdayTradition.com, and we're going to talk about the Big Ten. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout. 